0: Welcome to hey. a live edition of the Garden Report. It's Josue Favone. It's back. Jimmy Toscano. Back. Welcome back, Josue. We're sorry we missed you last week, but you're right on time for the big news. We talked Jojo. I say 50 days ish. Kevin Durant saga going on June 30th. We all we all kind of fell out of our chairs on June 30th when we saw the trade request. I was recording like a Dome Theory ad read and was just like, "What?" So. No trade. Nets are running it back 2022 20, 23 here. The Nets brass met Steve Nash, Sean Marks, the guys that Durant wanted fired a couple weeks ago, met up with owner Joe Tsai, and they all collectively agreed, however reluctantly, to run this back. Sean Marks releases a statement. Steve Nash and I, together with Joe Tsai, Clara Wu met with Kevin Durant and his agent Rich Kleiman in LA yesterday. We've agreed to move forward with our partnership. We are focusing on basketball with one collective goal in mind. (laughs) Isn't that line something?
1: (laughs) You sound disappointed, Bob. That line line is something.
0: We are focusing on basketball with one collective goal in mind. Build a lasting franchise to bring a championship to Brooklyn. Jimmy, first thoughts on Durant throwing in the towel on the trade request.
2: I feel like we had brought that up, brought up that possibility a few times on this show. Maybe it was uh, part of me always thought that, like, how can they make this work anymore? I mean, I think I said that that was kind of my thing. It was like Kevin Durant has to go somewhere because there's just way too much feels like animosity between the sides. Now, Durant calling out the coaching staff, you know, the front office basically backing the coaching staff. You've got all these people that are kind of going to each other. I don't know how you can just band together and put on this smile and just play basketball. I, I doubt that's going to happen. I think Bobby and, and John and Josue, I'm not sure what your take was, but I thought you guys were, like, kind of said, like, I bet you he's going to end up staying with the Nets. What other choice do they have? I'm not sure on that. But um, listen, it's pretty clear that the Nets couldn't get what they were asking for for Durant, regardless of whether it was with the Celtics, the Suns, the Heat, whatever. Um, And now they have no choice but to go into the season this way. Maybe there's an understanding, hey, Kevin, you know, just we'll start the season and like we'll we'll continue to work, you know, behind the scenes to get you, you know, out of here if that's what you want. But in the meantime, it's best for all parties to, you know, play basketball basically, you know, the, the, the more you play and show that you're Kevin Durant, the more likely an opposing team will go after you, maybe an opposing team's one of their players goes down and, you know, all of a sudden Kevin Durant seems a lot more enticing to one of these teams. I don't know. Um, I do know this tons of drama surrounding the nets. Once again, going into the season talent wise, and we've talked about this in our chat on paper, they're extremely talented. They're one of the most talented teams in the NBA and you always kind of have to worry about them. Right. Cause on any given night, they're Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, you know, the whole nine yards. Um, but it's in between, in between the games, right? It's 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 all that other junk that that we've come to know about these guys that is makes you makes you kind of say I don't trust them or I'm not I'm not as concerned as I should be, right? Because they're their own worst enemy. The only team that can beat the Nets really is the Nets, and they've beaten themselves the last couple of years here. I have no reason to think that's going to change until they prove wrong, prove me wrong.
0: Celtics remain championship favorites after this move. Warriors still. Second along with the Bucks Bucks actually second Warriors third. Nets tied for fourth with the Crews now with everybody running it back. just play, what were your thoughts? Yeah, you know, I, I think Jimmy, you're, you're spot on there. But the thing of the thing why the biggest
1: reason why the, the Nets asked for such a steep asking price for so many other teams is because that's probably the reason the whole thing from the from this jump. You know, they're thinking to themselves. We don't We don't want to see these guys running back at least one more time. After all the investments we've done, we got this brand-new contract. How about we try this out first? Like, Ben didn't even touch the floor uniform. And I think if you're management, you're going to ask for the steepest price to various teams knowing that they're not going to meet your demands. I think they did that on purpose, honestly. And, of course, if there was a, a, a team that bit, if there was a, a big trade package that, that, that was worth their while, I think they would have given it some serious thought you know, so, some some uh, serious consideration, but that just never happened because their asking price was that high for a reason. They'd rather see these guys run it back, and if it doesn't work this year, then so be it. They move on, but at least they'll know. You know they, they'll see what it looks like. There was a lot of distraction this last season, obviously, with Kyrie Irving uh, unable to play in uh, various cities, and and, and, and you know, the the what, what they the message that they sent and not allowing him to play in Brooklyn when, when they could have, as long as they did, I think all that is relative to the fact that they're still wondering what could have been. What if they, if there was no other uh, distraction, no other things in the way that 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 prevented Kyrie from hitting the floor? But let's see what happens. Obviously, Canada doesn't seem like they're going to be changing their rules anytime soon. So, <laughs> I mean, with this, it, it could come right back. The mandate, it, we, this whole thing could blow up in their face. Obviously, that's what most people are thinking. But I also think that there's still a, a team to to watch for in the East. I'm not putting them in the top four yet. Uh, they're going to have to get in line behind the Celtics. Obviously, the Heat, the the Bucs, you know, the teams that will be in the mix. But they're definitely up there. It's like what Jimmy said. I mean, it's Durant and Kyrie at the end of the day. But let's see how they respond to the
2: criticism, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's a temporary solution. And
2: Simmons. Mm-hmm. Don't forget our boy mm-hmm. Simmons. He might actually play a game this year. Yeah. Any. Hey, I
1: mean, defensively, it'll factor. help for sure. He's
2: the X factor, man. We haven't even seen yeah. them with Simmons yet. I mean, if they all can actually just play basketball, it's a massive if. But if they just play basketball...
0: The entirety of this garden report.
2: Sorry,
0: the entirety right of this the entirety of this garden report program has been waiting for Simmons to return. I actually saw the Nets uh, social post summer in practice. You would think he's going to play right away. I wouldn't be stunned if. Oh, he needs another week with the bag or something like that. That's what we've gone through this whole time, right? Especially mm-hmm. once he arrived in the Nets around the trade deadline. He thought he was going to hit the ground running right away. He thought he was avoiding that Philly game, the return there. He doesn't return in the aftermath of that. I think we all thought he'd return at some point in that series. I remember asking the Celtics back then. Everyone was just kind of shrugging their shoulders on the Celtics saying like, uh mm-hmm you know nothing really changes if he comes back and he ultimately didn't even though it looked like he was going to play in game four but you're still intrigued by him jimmy what's it been 16 months since he's played at this point Uh, must have been may june-ish 2021 it was a disaster against Atlanta in that playoff series i like the trade the james harden trade because he can do all the little things with the nets right he doesn't have to focus on scoring I Can pass the ball to these great scorers, can defend a bunch of positions for a team that has struggled on that end. I just have to see it. I, like every month that passes, we we can imagine what he brings to the table. But until he gets back out there and we actually see what it looks like, I'm just expecting
3: nothing.
2: I listen. I I agree with you. I mean, I I'm extremely down on Ben Simmons. Anybody who's watched the show knows we've been we've kind of listen. We've, I've been back and forth on him a little bit, but I mean, I've been extremely hard on him. I, the guy should play basketball. Now, I know he had the back injury and then he had surgery and all this stuff, and he came to a settlement and he made a bunch of money back that the Nets originally held from him. I don't know what's real and what isn't real. All I know is this. The last time we saw Ben Simmons play, Free throws aside, aggressiveness aside, very passive. <laughs> Half, we know the, the, guy can Half play. the basketball we, game. We know the guy can play basketball, especially on the defensive end. I understand that mentally he's somewhere out in left field on the basketball court. I'm just talking about on the court. I don't know what's going on off the court. But on the court, his mind was in the wrong places at points where he needed to be more aggressive and be a score first type of a player. a player. I'm not saying the three-point. He's seen to start hawking three-point shots, but just taking the ball to the hoop, simple things like that. I still think that's in there. And I know what he's capable of on the defensive end. You can guard one through five. You can switch non-stop with him. So, again, if he gets back to playing basketball, it's very intriguing. I don't know anyone in the any NBA fan cannot, can't not be intrigued by the thought of Ben Simmons returning somewhat to form. He's not a, a player on, on you know the end of his career, 30-plus years old or whatever. He's a guy that should be in the prime of his career right now. So if they can get him back on the basketball court and he is healthy – that's like I said, that's the next factor to this Nets team. I'm not banking on it, but even if you got 75% of Ben Simmons, think about how much better the Nets will be than they were last year. I mean, a ton better. Um, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm certainly not going to bet an over under on games played by Ben Simmons. I have no idea if the guy is going to even show up day one, but I mean, he should, obviously. And if he does, and if he plays games, the Nets are going to be a hard team to beat, but they have to play basketball. Simple as that.
1: Yeah, well, I think you're intrigued, Jimmy, because the there's parts of his game that obviously doesn't include shooting, doesn't include you know a, a lot of what other superstars rely on. You know, whether it's their uh, you know willingness to get to the rim and getting back their stamina. You know, because he can <laughs> limit, because he's limited in that in that regard. But at the same time, he's also a good defender. He's an all-star caliber defender, obviously. You know, sure. or he was. He 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 was a a great, you know, the kind of player this team needs to just get everyone the ball, get them get their get their shots, get their looks, you know. And I think the Nets made those kind of moves to try to obviously supplement some kind of offense, whether it's outside shooting and and having you know, you know, one of their shooters that wasn't around all last season, you know, and and Joe Harris. So, yeah, I mean, it's intriguing. But again, I just we're not going to jump the gun here and say that this team is going to be one of the top two, three teams in the East. They're going to have to. They're going to have to prove it. They're going to have to figure this thing out.
0: Yeah, they got to prove it, right? Because they show up last year. I know guys in and out of the lineup. Simmons never played. Harden quit halfway through. It was a disaster season. You had the mandate, and you had pieces around them that weren't great fits, certainly. I Again, it's funny with me and the Nets because I despise this team and the whole run they've been on and the roster and the coaching and everything else. When they put this together— a couple years ago, and they actually all got on the court. I thought it could have been Warriors-esque, and it didn't go that way. So I actually started high on them, ended up being about as low as anybody on this group. It shocked me that people wanted to avoid them last year in the first round when they ended up getting swept. But I like some of the moves they've made. And you look at the guys they're bringing back, like Joe Harris, who's a sharpshooter, killed the Celtics years ago in that first round. Royce O'Neal was an excellent move. I know Windhorse had the fingers firing when they did that. <laughs> Seth Curry what? he had the ankle injury.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> Seth Curry had the ankle injury in that first round. He wasn't quite himself. Offensively they're going to be a heavy, heavy uh force to reckon with. Of Especially course. Durant. You know I've been high on Durant. I wanted him on the Celtics, so I'm not going to flip on him. I-, I just worry about some of the smaller guards. I worry about the coaching. I worry about the temperament and the availability of the team, certainly. Who knows what Kyrie's next thing is gonna be every yeah, year? It's a lot been to worry something. About,
1: Bobby. Hey, we should it's uh, too much. I a, have to see it. We should take a wager, <laughs> we should take a friendly wager. And how, how, how long does Steve Nash have? Let's be honest. Oh I mean, my that's God. the big, We're big one, right? Ticking, right? If this team starts off two and five, or I don't know, like three and, and ten or something, or not even before that happens. They got to going to kick him out. They going to kick him out of the door, but then who, who's next? Who replaces him? Yeah, it'll be interesting. And There's
2: how how far is
0: the rant at that point from saying I want out again, you know?
2: Well, and this thing's no, very fragile. Do I don't want to start be the one that,
0: that that that
1: gets to uh, you know, has say in, in who's next, who comes up.
2: Yes. I don't want to I don't want to start betting on guys getting fired, and I certainly don't want anyone to lose their job. Steve Nash was an unbelievable player. I know. I'm I know. not I'm just, sure. I'm I, no, me. no, I yeah, no, 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 no. Let me finish. Let me finish. That said, he's dead meat. He's a dead man walking. He's definitely – he's dope. Um, <laughs> I thought he did escape in a bad, for he's that in a, <laughs> He's in a bad spot. He made me feel man. guilty. I'm like, shit. <laughs> no, you should have let me finish because I'm doubling down on what you said. He's definitely – I mean, he's got to be the betting favorite to be the first coach fired this season. Not saying I want it to happen, but as soon as the Nets go on a little bit of a losing streak, you're going to start hearing it. where you know the players are, you know, we already know Durant's not a fan. I mean, I can't imagine. Last year, Kyrie Irving basically said that you know there's no real coaching staff on the team, so it's just a really messed up situation over there. And it's not going to take much for you know the Nets to go on a bit of a losing streak. And if and if Steve Nash is on the shortest leash of all short leashes, he's going to get canned. I don't I don't know who's. Who's going to be the next? Who cares? It doesn't even matter because they're not even like, – like, is Durant, Kyrie, those guys going to listen to him anyways, or are they going to do their own thing? I mean, it sounds like that's kind of what where they're at over there. So it's a tough situation to be in, um, and that's why, again, why I'm not overly concerned must about hate the Nets. being a
0: fan of this team, right? And they don't have a ton of fans. Are they yeah, the right now? I was going to say,
2: who's really a fan of that team? I know a
0: few. I know a few down in the city that have – been riding with them but it's got to be yeah. grueling every it's never basketball right it's guys sitting on the sideline me and joe sway read the book about that first year i see it in the background there like it's just mm-hmm. like cryptocurrency with dinwiddie and I fighting over his contract and yeah like nash Stoken and the coach the getting and replaced and yeah the, the yeah. little like side room where everyone's hanging out talking about stuff and it it just makes your head spin and again i'm all for player empowerment The Nets won big here on that front, right? Durant could have easily gotten out of a full extension here, and they made all the moves, put their foot down. Desai had that great tweet when Durant wanted those guys fired, which, again, I thought was just such a despicable move on Durant's part as a last-ditch effort to get out of this whole experiment that he really put together. And so now he's going to have to figure it out, show some leadership, Uh, get Simmons back in the fold, and make this work. Unfortunately, I think what we've seen with him and Irving and you know a lot of guys in this situation here is they've sort of just not shown the greatest leadership, looked at others, put their foot out the door in the Boston situation, certainly the Warriors situation where Durant sort of just had his head out of the situation there the last season. So is anyone really going to dig deep here to try to save this? Because it'd be so easy for Durant especially, right, to say, I'm out of here. You know, I wanted it out. I gave it a chance. This is crazy. Remember what Harden did in Houston? He gave it like a month or so. And then he was back at the podium saying, I'm done. And I, that wouldn't stun me at all if this is how the situation ends here. Because again, I just don't see everybody buying in, playing enough games, spending enough time together, playing the defensive intensity needed to string together a bunch of wins. And the East is tough. I mean, people are going to have them up there with the best. But the Celtics, the Bucks, the Heat, the Sixers, like those are four teams right there that I put in front of them off the bat. And then there's some other good teams in the middle.
1: Yeah, that's true, that's Bobby. Job. But I also wonder how much Kevin Durant learned about the situation in the NBA right now, like in terms of teams that want to line up, you know, teams lined up to trade for you and, and what it looks like for a franchise that's trying to pretty much essentially cut their gut, gut their team just to bring you along. But then how good are you after that? I mean, if you're Kevin Durant, you have to sort of, weigh out your options and think, this is probably your best one, at least right now. And if you get your best, if you you try to pull this team together, maybe you pull this thing off. Maybe you can quiet all the haters. I mean, obviously, we see him on Twitter. We see how he's telling people, uh, random fans, anyone that gets at it, that's included, you know, anyone could get it, right? Now he's going to have to back that up. And we're going to see if there's any excuses for him. And if there's not, then he's going to be on the spot here. And, of course, Kyrie's in the mix as well, you know? I I
0: love his game. He's going to play great. I I think that's for certain. And yeah, that was something the Celtics fans were doing that I didn't really agree with. And John did a little bit too. Like, oh, he's older. He's declining. He is right, I think, squarely in his prime still. So he's going to be a problem himself. I have no questions about Kyrie's game, right? And even Simmons, again, I look at it and I don't have a huge amount of faith in him, the personality, the player, the competitor. But his game we've seen against the Celtics at points over the years can be deadly, especially running out in transition. So there's there's a world where this team's really good. I just think so much has to go right. So many questions have to be answered here, the coach especially. It's like, is he the leader to really steer the ship here? And who is the leader of this group? I thought we, it was Durant, right? But he really showed to be lacking in that area this off-season. Well- didn't he?
2: well yeah to say the least i don't know how you can just show up and be the leader after you've already publicly stated that you that you wanted to be traded you know it's kind of tough to go ahead and pull the leadership card after that it's not like nobody on the nets you know has any idea what's going on within their own within their own team um so yeah leadership's definitely a problem um i i just we you know we've mentioned it again it's it's just the unknown are these guys gonna gonna play basketball? I, you know, you mentioned Xannis, and by the way, people are asking where Xannis is. He's on vacation. Guy gets to have a vacation here and there, right? So you know, it's, it's a long season. I know, right? And you Get know, the it's guy the guy off break. season for everybody. Look, look, look at the guy a break. I don't know what he's up to. He's, he's somewhere on. We him. do like a hundred shows a um, year. Bronzing, you know, he's gonna come back a, a, a Greek god, you know, with the with the bronze skin and everything like that.
3: First, we want to tell people about Athletic Greens, and right now, I'm very confident everybody in this garden report is using it, right? you can't tell
2: mm-hmm. i'm
3: using it literally i'm I, every day and it's been two weeks now we go. Uh, sure. and i really do enjoy it uh, i've been uh, since kind of like my last vacation i've kick myself back into a healthier uh overall vibe and i've used athletic greens uh as okay. part of hey, that i can, so smell. I I can attest i saw right? john at patriots camp he's looking great Right. Thank you, Bobby. No, I mean, for real, I've been, I've been on this. I've been on this kick for a couple of weeks. Uh, I think it's excellent if you guys haven't checked it out. Um, and again, I know we hear it. Some people, Oh, well, whatever, blah, 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 this and that supplement. Look, you're spending a ton of time right now. I guarantee everybody, if you're health conscious right now, grabbing, you know, this supplement and this thing on the shelf and blah, blah, blah. And you're probably spending a ton of money, you know, picking and choosing and doing you know trying a bunch of different things this is a one-stop shopping 75 high quality quality vitamins and minerals whole food sourced ingredients probiotics to help you start your day right it's a special blend of ingredients it supports gut health nervous system immune system energy recovery focus aging it's literally everything that you're trying to do all in one one teeny scoop small cup of water bang three bucks a day (laughs) Done. That's it. That's all you have to worry about in terms of health. You don't have to go take a zillion other vitamins and supplements and a million other things. It's all there for you. It's a widely endorsed product by a ton of people uh, in the healthcare industry and in the uh, you know entertainment industry. Uh, lifestyle friendly. Doesn't matter what diet you're on. Keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, um, all of that stuff. Better sleep quality and recovery. Mental mm-hmm. clarity and alertness. Um, Energy. And, and, yeah. Energy. Energy
2: get the um get the immune system I mean get the get the bowels right too you know like you want to get your gut health going in the right Jimmy direction.
3: yeah. And the thing I'll say is this: people make say sure? this all the time. It costs less than three dollars a day if you're investing in your health. If you take this, and again, you go buy one kombucha and it's friggin' four bucks. Okay,
2: <laughs> I know you know four know or that. five dollars for that. So seriously, it it's not a quarter of the amounts of vitamins yeah. and everything like that.
3: Right. No, I mean, you're taking that for like probiotic health. Don't yeah. do that. Do this instead. Trust us. Um, go check it out. I don't know if you guys have anything specific you want to say about it um, in terms of having used it, but we will tell Thanks you God. the deal is athleticgreens.com garden free one year supply of vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase.
2: What I was going to say quickly before we went into our read was that um, I think John's, you know, John's main point of contention with the Durant trade was... The fact that he is a little bit older for basketball standards, he does have the 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 Achilles history. He's not arguing the fact that he isn't one of the great players in the NBA, but he's wondering. I wish he was here, though,
0: Jimmy. I wish he was here because I expected this, and we didn't get to do it this week. I can't wait to do it next week. We're gonna have our back and forth. He goes from saying no Durant. He's declining. He's got this injury. And then, boom, he's back with the Nets. Nets are better than
2: the Celtics. (laughs) Well, listen, in his his defense, I'll I'll, I'll come to his defense here. I don't think he ever argued the fact that Durant isn't better than Jalen Brown is today. I think we all can Mm -hmm. agree that Kevin Durant is. It's the fact that you don't know what you're getting with Kevin Durant on the long term. Is he going to just bitch and moan for a year and then ask for another trade? I mean, there's a history of this now, right? Of you know not wanting to stay put in a winning situation. I mean, he won a championship with the Warriors and bounced. So it's like winning isn't even what it takes to keep this guy around. Depending, it's it's all dependent on how he's feeling in that situation. So do you give up a guy like Jalen Brown, who you have under contract right now, um, for the idea that you'll get the best version of Kevin Durant for the for the remainder of his contract? That's the risk. Now on the other side of things, you don't know really what Jalen Brown's thinking either. Yeah, he's a Boston Celtic today, and there's no reason to believe that he doesn't like it here. There's no reason to believe that he wouldn't resign, but you just don't know. So if you knew one way or the other, that would really help your decision on whether or not, you know, you want to make this change, but strictly based on talent, nobody who watches the NBA would say that Jalen Brown today is better than Kevin Durant. So yeah, in that sense, you would be better with Kevin Durant for Jalen Brown straight up, you know, swapping the players. But when you look long-term, do you want to give up the, the, chance that you might have Jalen Brown for the next seven years, let's say. Right. And he's obviously still improving in his career. Whereas Kevin Durant has four years left at four years left in his contract. And that's if he chooses, uh, you know, to be Kevin Durant for the remainder of those four years. So that's kind of the back and forth thinking of, of it. And that's probably the same level of conversation <laughs> that the Boston Celtics front office had. We know, I think we can all say that we know they had discussions um about the possibility of this trade. Bobby, you, you sent a link to um, an article today of, of Brad Stevens who spoke on WEI, um, you know with Fourier Marloni, um, And Brad Stevens essentially admitted that you know they've kept Jalen Brown in the loop and they had conversations with him throughout this whole ordeal of the rumors that were going around. Brad Stevens didn't confirm or deny, you know a specific trade, um, and I'm I totally understand why it wouldn't make sense for a team to, to sort of do that. But what Brad Stevens basically acknowledges that hey, it's my job, you know, in the position that I'm that I'm in, to do my due diligence on any player or any you know situation or trade possibility yeah, that comes comes about. Right. So yeah, you know, pretty that's, much. That's mm-hmm. why you don't have a fan, you know, running the show because. You, you want to think as, you know, what's the best decision to make for the team? Not, oh, I love this player. I'm not going to pick up the phone um, for any trade. You know, there's maybe a couple of players in the league where you wouldn't pick up the phone on, right? So I think everything Brad Stevens said made sense. But the thing that stood out to me, and Bobby, I don't know if you're pulling up the article and you want to read us the quote, but the thing that stood out to me was basically how he acknowledged or admitted that he's, you know, kept Jalen Brown sort of in the loop, basically, on um, as these. Rumors, if you will, were kind of going going around. Yeah, nice this is thing. this is a consistent. Go ahead,
0: just
1: no, I was gonna say there's there was never gonna be a straight up deal with some picks, though, right? I, I think that's the whole part of this that Brad doesn't gonna he's not gonna say, but it was like, look, it was him doing his due diligence. I don't think he was like, look, would you take you know, Brown straight up with some with some picks? But to a certain extent, he kind of what I mean the the proposed the reported. The report was what him and, and white and obviously it's the match contract, but yeah. the the big part of it was was the brooklyn that's going to take a deal like that without a Marcus smart without a rob williams and realistically they were never going to do that so then boom end of conversation that's why it never progressed from that point you know but yeah i, I think brad stevens did what all the, every other gm in the nba did right you know it's the same thing that i think danny Ainge would have done and and we all know, you know, Brad Stevens is—he's he, been next to Danny A for 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 years, and it's something mm-hmm. that, it's something that you do. You're supposed to do that. You always want to improve your team, and and at least check how much that costs. I like how you said that. Right? What's the price of, of to, to trade for someone like Kevin Durant? What what will it cost? Mm-hmm. He got his answer, and that was it. The conversation ended.
0: so, this is a little bit of what we talked about last week: is the timing of all this, the communication internally, how they've handled it, how they've kind of let Jalen blow in the wind a little bit here out there is they've, I think we can all agree at this point that that the Nets have used that Brown offer. And I know the Celtics will go back and forth about what offer means, but effectively Brown's name was mentioned in these talks. Durant requested trade on June 30th. First two weeks, I think most of the league is probably contacting the Nets that includes the Celtics. I know that Lowe had reported, I believe, July 10th was specifically at that time, the last time both teams had talked. And then after that, and Brad got into this in the interview too, once they acquire Malcolm Brogdon, he says they felt mm-hmm. good about our team. And at a certain point here, they effectively moved on. I think the timeline of all of this lines up where offers get so low around the league. Pelicans are inquiring are inquiring without offering Ingram. Uh, the Hawks, within the last few days, it was reported that they offered Collins. Just these terrible offers relative to what Durant's value is. I think the Grizzlies even inquired without offering Bain. Uh, so every team was in a similar spot to the point where I think the Celtics probably looked into doing this without Brown, right? I think Brown's name came off the table at a certain point here, and that notion that he was on the table that you have to bring your second-best player to the table was out there uh, for pretty much the point that Shams reported it on. So at that point, is Stevens gluing in Brown enough that whole time to the point where Brown's saying, like, oh, this is all nonsense? Is that what SMS is about? This is non-SMH this is all nonsense because we know still that was brown's initial reaction to the report Did the celtics pacify it enough especially stevens in the front office here where brown felt good about it because if stevens is coming to you it's one thing the front office again his name is had been in trade rumors in the past read that quote you might i know about the one about uh, stevens
2: talking about how he's talked to brown
0: I think one of the things you yeah, have to be able this, to this, do. Okay, this, this is,
2: this is, you know, preface it. This is Brad Stevens.
0: This is, this is Stevens on the radio talking about how they've handled the communication with Brown. He said, of course they've reached out to Brown. Uh, when the name came up, the noise has been around him for a long time. And for big names over the years, I think one of the things you have to be able to do and know better than anybody in this world, the professional athletics, you have to be able to ignore the noise and know what's important but also be able to reach out and have candid and transparent communications with the people that are involved. So, yeah, we've had those conversations, made ourselves very open from the get-go, as all of this has been going on for any of our guys. I actually sat down with Jalen last week, got a chance to see him. He was out in L.A. training. So, they've talked. Yeah. He understands the situation, as the Globe is saying. But does he? Yeah, Does listen. he understand? Yeah, he's a professional.
1: It's like when, yeah. uh with... What, what max was saying in the my last in the last episode such a maxwell podcast is, he was
0: mad at the garn he's, report
1: <laughs> he's grown he's grown up enough yeah he was a little mad he's he's not a, he not a little kid he did the uh the the crying voice and like oh you're gonna hurt Jalen's feelings <laughs> and oh he's not gonna want to resign you guys are hurting his feelings like yeah i think he brings up a good point i mean i don't think that was wait I, is he I, making fun I, of he's been act in, act in the
2: league act long act. enough you know what's up right he, he's making fun of that notion
1: Big fun. Big fun for the guard report. It was like you and everyone in the guard report, you know, saying like, "Oh, no, you're he's talking about Bobby. James. He's
2: not talking about me. He's talking about Bobby. He's nothing I am Except people. He didn't. He
1: didn't say specifics. Bobby he, is the one. The, way, the way he put it, it's all of us. It's everyone, I guess. So. Well,
2: listen, we're one. Listen, all for one, one for all on this show. But I will throw. <laughs> I will throw. I will hang Bobby out to dry at a moment's notice for something like this because Bobby is the one who's been petrified there that Jalen Brown's gonna, you know, take his ball and go home because. The Celtics won't deny the rumors. It's like, dude, they're not going to go out and do that. Like, they're, they're, they're not going to do that. They've talked yeah. to Jalen. We said, I'm sure they've had these conversations with Jalen Brown. He knows what's going on. Jalen Brown has to be, uh, you know, a, a professional about it. And I'm sure he is. And understand that it's a business. Trust me, these players all know it's a business. Find me a player that hasn't, you know, been looking out for themselves recently. I can't even think of one. These guys know that it's a business. They know that loyalty goes both ways. You know, I I think especially here in Boston, we see it. We see it more than a lot of teams probably do. Right. So in both directions. So I also also can't imagine Jalen Brown hasn't gotten that memo.
1: Right. But also, yeah, but this isn't anything new. I mean, if you're a Celtics fan, you should be somewhat concerned if Jalen Brown's if he might sign or might not, because let's face it, he's a guy who believes in himself enough that probably thinks that, hey, I can lead a team. I can lead a franchise. Again, sure. if this team doesn't win a championship, why wouldn't he feel that way? We have to wait and see. This team, it got, it got really close, but we'll have to see how they bounce back this season. But obviously, this is something that's down the road, but this is that year where we'll, we'll find out exactly where something's standing that.
3: All right, quick timeout just to tell you about our sponsor, our exclusive wagering partner, Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to the market odds and lines. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. So head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Once again, that code is CLNS50. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. There's a couple layers to it though, right? So the front office
0: is communicating, as they say here. The players, this was my biggest problem. This is why I went on the thing that I guess Max didn't like. Where's Tatum? Because, all right, Grant's one thing, right? So Grant actually speaks at that camp. We kicked it around, all the comments he made. He was kind of waffling a little bit saying, oh, Al Jefferson got traded for Garnett and it's respect and this and that. I don't think it was the best comment in the world, but again, I think it was a tough question to answer. So credit to Grant for actually addressing it. I I haven't loved Tatum's defiance, especially... To, as, at the New York premiere, say they hadn't heard about it. Not sure if it's true or not. At camp, really not even address it. Uh, we had the guy telling us before, no KD questions. And then, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw his interview with Taylor. Bobby Rick. let out the
1: F word. Right on that F. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I saw bits and pieces of it, but I didn't watch the whole thing, Bobby. What, what, what was oh. it about? That part.
0: That you're talking one about. one of the questions that came up was the photo that we talked about. Again, I don't think it was the best look in the world at the height of the Brown rumors to be pictured with Durant working out, chumming it up out in Los Angeles, and Tatum in this interview pretty defiant against the criticism that's uh, that's been levied against him for the picture. Who criticized like, him
2: besides us?
0: I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Go on though he goes they exaggerate everything i do i've been oh damn we were on the usa team together we spent five weeks together last year from vegas to tokyo won a gold medal we have a bond that's my brother and it's like i'm not too proud to say katie's one of the best players ever so it's like one of the best players wants to work out with you and i can learn some things from him why would i say no if you worry too much about what other people think, you're going to drive yourself crazy. And it's crazy that I can't work out with somebody. That's all that <laughs> was. We are working out together, trying to get better.
2: Yeah. And listen, I mean, going back to the show that we had, I know Josue, you weren't able to be on it and I'd love to get your take on it. Actually, why don't you go first before I rehash everything I said?
1: What's that? Just about this, the, 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 the picture, the you
2: know, the picture, you know, what's your, what's your take on yeah, um, I mean, you look, know, Tatum Durant and Durant is, working out together in the middle of this whole thing. And, and he's and one South of the things greatest
1: things. players. He's arguably the best scorer of all time. Like, of course, if that should be an agenda for someone like Jason Tatum coming out of a finals appearance. So yeah, I, I didn't have an issue with it. And, and again, I think you know, behind closed doors, guys are having conversations that we don't know about. We don't know Tatum and, and Brown are constantly talking to each other. Maybe, maybe not, but, I don't think Brown should take that as a slight or should take that as a, oh man, are these guys, you know, is this thing going to happen now because they're working out? No, I, I again, I, I think Jalen is mature enough to not, to, to not think that if anything, he's thinking maybe shit, I, I would have liked an, uh, an invite, but you know, I don't, maybe he's not taking it personal, but I'm sure in the back of his mind, he's like, all right, well I can call up Tracy again, but it's all good. You guys didn't hit me up. It's cool. You know, he has other people he's working out with too. It's great. They're right. both trying to improve off of what happened. They're both having, a fun offseason. season. I, I think yeah, I understand Tate's that. Having, I think Tatum's probably having the most fun out
0: of anyone. But you know, I don't have a summer Tatum, you know? I, I don't. It's the timing. It's the photo, right? I, I couldn't believe they put that photo out there. And again, it was our guy, Brett Hampton. He's been doing a lot of the documentary work with Tatum this summer. What up? Doing Brett? a great job. But again, a guy working for the Celtics. I'm sure, like that's something you put out there. The Celtics have some like, input on, you know, what, what we're doing to kind of brand ourselves and put yeah, out there. How funny would it there. be if I never
1: got clearance on that? He just put it out there? Tatum's like, yeah, that'd
0: be <laughs> No, Tatum's, Tatum loves it. Like, Tatum doesn't think there's anything wrong with it. And, again, to Tatum's point, and he's talked about this a lot over the years, he's been criticized for being too quiet, you know, not being aggressive enough, not being the kind of outspoken guy, and all these different criticisms of his leadership. And he says, I'm going to do it my way. You know, I'm not going to take input from anybody else on leadership, which, fair enough. If you want our input, I don't think this is great leadership during the height of this. And that's the position he's in, right? Like, you have to kind of understand what the response is going to be to this, what the response of your teammate might be, even if Brown doesn't say anything about it. Aren't you looking at this if you're Brown saying, amid all these rumors and Brad talking to you every day, saying, we're not looking to move you? And all of a sudden, you see on Instagram, Tatum and Durant working out. And again, if this is Tatum's perspective on it, right, that nothing's wrong with this, I'm just working out with a guy, he probably didn't text Brown and say, heads up, here comes a photo. <laughs> like, he didn't think there was anything yeah. wrong with it. Yeah, I don't think is he it, did that, but I'm sure
1: – I don't know. I, I don't think you could take that personal. If anything, that's like the –
0: Way, you're that's in trade one. rumors. Someone had a great uh, analogy the, you for this. You make I make it sound have it like the caption was
1: like, look out, everyone. Yo, we're coming! Oh, you know, <laughs> some sort of like uh, cryptic message. You know, I don't think it was something.
2: Here you go. The timing here, here of it wasn't go, here great. Go.
1: Okay. With you. All right. Yeah.
2: It's the, but. again. It's it. It's the optics, and nobody, nobody in their right mind would say, Kevin. Um, you know, Jason Tatum shouldn't be working out with Kevin Durant in any mm-hmm. other situation, time of year, any point in the world. It's just like the timing of it all was tough. wait. think of it like this. Let's say. You know, there's a rumor that you know Brian Rob's gonna replace you on the Garden Report, and then, <laughs> and then like a week, a week later, I'm out partying. That, I'm, I'm I'm at the bars. Me and B Rob, we're chilling. I, I like we're B-Rob. drinking. We're having. Oh, man,
1: we're, that's my dude. I know.
2: We all we all love B Rob. I'm sure that I'm sure that a lot of people love Kevin... a lot of players love Kevin I'm Like, why wouldn't I hang out with B Rob? B Rob's my boy. You you would you would be kind of like okay. No, okay. we go to Joe Sway okay, first, and okay, we say. Jimmy,
0: and we say, yeah, no play, yeah, yeah. don't that would be, worry. Yeah. Don't don't worry. We have nothing to do with P Rob. <laughs> he is not joined the Garn Report. You are safe. Naturally, then, so that would come up play. in Conball be like, yeah. yo, how
2: about these rumors? mean, these rumors are crazy. But that that's that I like that's like our equivalent of it. So yeah, of course, I want I want Jason Tatum to get better. I want him <laughs> to learn everything he can learn from Kevin Durant. And I know that these guys talk and hang out all the time. I mean, every time we see Jason Tatum, he's with, you know, whether it's Curry, Draymond, Durant. LeBron, right? I mean, all these guys. You know, I, I just jokingly confirmed Tatum to the Lakers after I saw him, you know, playing with LeBron over the weekend. You know, I mean, we know. You know, I can go, <laughs> I can, I can go on about that too. But the point is, like, I think the only criticism, if you want to even call it that, if you're a Celtics fan, is that you would want maybe a little bit more outward support. You want to hear a little bit more support for each other, like in the public. I maybe these guys are totally cool behind the scenes and they they know everything that's going on. That could totally be true, but, yeah, for, but from, never, the outside, that, from the that, outside, from the outside looking in,
1: before.
2: I know. But from the they're outside weird. looking in, it's just the optics the of it. Is weird. This is know, this is typically
0: a non. This is typically a non-story, and people get mad. Oh, this guy's working out with that guy. Why aren't they working out together? It's the timing, right? There's no way. If Tatum the relationship wasn't as weird,
1: though, Bobby, hold on real quick. If the relationship wasn't as weird it wouldn't be an issue, but because I, I think I see what you guys are saying, but again, if, if, if there were, remember the one I was posting things with AD like, Oh, I want everyone keep that same energy, you know, when the playoffs and all that stuff, like they don't post stuff like that. They don't even post workout pictures. you know. They don't think
0: work out of, them, think, think of what he like, said about their the season. Like, Think about what he said about the rant here that I just read Joe Sway. Have you ever heard Tatum talk about Brown? Like that? Like, this is one of the best players in the league. I mean, <laughs> no, again, I don't think yeah. it's going to be a problem. I, I guess it's a good pivot. So training camp comes
2: up in a month from Real now. quick, though. Real quick. How about how oh, about? I can't wait. I can't Tatum. wait to see this wait. How about Tatum in the Pro-Am with, with LeBron? I'm telling you, I'm more concerned about you look I'm amazing. More Concerned about Tatum, the Tatum-Lakers connection than I am about Durant oh, yeah, they're gonna around. be looking great in a couple uh, of years. Not yet. I'm not more concerned about <laughs> that. Hey, that's years, that's not a concern to for today. Yet. We'll be talking I'll tell about you that Jimmy. down the road. <laughs> right. But. Right.
0: I'll tell you, Jimmy, any day now, they're gonna trade those two first round picks in 27 29. And <laughs> more, more is their future for this last <laughs> year extension. They have right, it's, it's gonna be a disaster out there, yeah.
2: <sighs> anyways. How's this
0: Come gonna so they're gonna run this back? This was always the advantage that the Celtics had, right? They have this amazing team. Best starting lineup in the NBA from last year. They added depth to it. it. Looks amazing. You guys see the video? of Luke Cornett throwing it down reverse off the dribble.
2: <laughs> I actually missed that, I, Bobby. I, I know. I, it's crazy. No, I didn't see that. I was sending that around.
0: I'll,
2: I'll retweet it. it us. I guess yeah, I missed that. the Garden Report group chat. But yeah, you were yeah everybody's.
0: No, he was crossover. Reverse dunk off the dribble. Luke, no, I, saw, so I, saw, great. Uh, yeah. I saw Bobby a three pointer though.
1: I see you, Luke. I, I can't. That was <laughs> and dope. actually, guess who
0: uh guess who liked that, that tweet of Cornette throwing it down? Brad Stevens, I believe, is under his likes. So Stevens very excited about Cornette, as am I, and you know, everybody's excited about Brogdon, Gallinari, the starting lineup coming back. This team's gonna be really good. Again, I can't fathom what John said about the Nets being better than this team because this team looks amazing. But is there any going to be any hangover of this Brown trade? You know, any bad feelings? Is this going to be a topic into camp? Is Brown going to say something on day one that you know gets us going? I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Just the after effects to this. As as Grant said, Brown going to use this as motivation to have a huge year.
1: I think it'll. You know, he probably get a question about it the media day. It'll come up in some way. But it'll it'll be that'll be the end of it. I think. You know. I, I think the timing of this whole thing. It's it's good, you know, for the Celtics to just sort of focus and just or at least the Celtics fans that were worried or not worried or whatever, wherever you stand in the in the debate. But I think again with training camp and being around the guys again and seeing them, you know, just turn the page here after again two wins away from the NBA final, we know how close they were, right? So I I think that motivation enough to to, to quiet the crowd in, in itself. I think it's going to gonna come back in a strong way to see them, you know? So I, I think I, I'm not concerned for, for this team and and, and and then thinking, oh, man, could this thing have happened? Or were you really going to be traded? I don't think – I think that will all be forgotten by the time they go to training camp.
2: Yeah, with you, I'm with, with Joe Sway, I mean, I you know, listen, the questions are going to come up. There's going to be a million, you know, people trying to ask questions and they'll come up and they'll answer it and they'll move on. It's not going to be any drama, you know, like it's really not – anything that anyone on the Celtics has to be upset about. Jalen Brown. You don't think he'll say SMH? No, I don't think he'll say SMH. Um, Listen, if it's something that continues to come up, like there's all these reports and rumors that continue to surface about the Celtics are in ongoing negotiations, blah, 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 then, yeah, that'll be a distraction. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think that they're content with who they have going into the year. Injuries aside and everything like that, I don't think – you know, once they get into camp, I think this is going to be their team, and they're going to move forward with who they have. And like, it's just my only concern is I my bigger concern would be Finals Hangover. It has nothing to do with the Durant Brown stuff. It's just, you know, you kind of caught lightning in a bottle. I mean, we saw two completely different teams last season. You know, it's easy to forget the team we saw that all the way into December, and just want to block that out and to not under talk about it. But who's to say that we don't see some of those signs again, right. Coming out of the gates or, you know, they're not buying in as, as much as they were on the defensive end. And, and, you know, like this, there's, there's a million things, you know, like, and I understand that they did get deeper, you know, Brogdon, Gallinari, they, they filled two big needs there. Um, and I, and I do think that they are a better team this year um, on paper than they were last season. I a hundred percent believe that, but man, are they going to be as good as they were at points at, th- for a long enough point in the season coming up? I don't know. I mean, like they, they were unbelievably good for long stretches last season. Now I understand they're going to come back down to earth a little bit. The key will be not being as bad as you were to start the season, right? Sort of play a little bit more. They have to level. try hard. And then,
0: yeah. Imes mays right. talked about that. So they can rest guys so they can set their rotations right? They, and they just have not have that urgency of last year. Right. Cause January, they had to win 28 out of 35 to get up to the top of the East, and that was still only good enough for the two seed, uh, that ridiculous run that they went on there. And they were 11 seed when that started. So they they were in a massive hole. You do hope that they're not just ahead of themselves and thinking that it's going to be automatic this year, that they're just going to appear back in the finals. There's no reason they
2: should be. I mean, you know, we we, just wait, you go. I don't want to cut you off.
1: No, no, go ahead. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I was going to say, you know, we mentioned this in a group chat, like are there team, are there the other really good teams in the league? Are they scared of the Celtics? I don't, you know, I know that was John's. That was one of John's takes. And, and I tend to agree. They're not this team that like screams like dominant player in the East status. Yeah. We know that they're one of the more talented teams. We know that they're going to be a finals contender. I know right now they're a favorite, but are team's scared of them. Like, are they scared to play against them? I don't think so. I think the Bucks have every reason to believe they're the best team. I think the Heat are, you know, a veteran team. If they can be healthy, they have every reason to think so. You know, I think we already talked about the Nets. If they can play if they can play basketball, they're up there. The Sixers, you know, you've got arguably the best player in the NBA and Joel Embiid on that team. And if Harden returns to some level of form, I mean, really, that's a, an unbelievable one-two combination that some would say is maybe the best, right? So there's a lot of teams in the East that can make the claim that they're the team to beat. So the Celtics have no reason to just like think that they're just going to show up and win games. We know that they have to play extremely hard to win games. To be honest, they have to be the best defensive team in the NBA to win games. Because at many points last mm. season, their offense was very far from where it needed to be. You know, the stagnant part of the of the season or the stagnant um, offense that they showed. Yeah, the and the their season.
0: and their stars, are especially Smart, especially Tatum. I know everyone's excited about Brogdon. He's going to help make things easier for those guys, which I think is the real impact of that. I think some people are looking at Brogdon coming in and thinking he's going to solve problems, which isn't necessarily his role. I think Smart's going to have the ball a ton. Again, he's going to be the point guard on this team, and Tatum is going to be the primary ball handler more often than not. So, those are the two guys that were turning over left and right in the playoffs, and those are the two guys that are going to have to get to a new level on that end because, yeah, I think that did undermine a lot of the stuff that the Celtics were doing in the playoffs defensively and even shot-making-wise when they were just ridiculous from outside the arc uh, for much of that run. Yeah. The turnovers killed them. That's the, that's the reason they didn't win the championship. It's all turnovers.
2: Turnovers were horrific. I yeah, mean, but I think
0: Malcolm helps did.
1: that, right? A little bit. I think he bit. helps – tatum and brown get to the spots better i think he's a threat his outside shot's a threat also i mean he's not like a i think his pull-up game is pretty put it that way <laughs> i think the way he pulled the, the the pull-up game and defenses I cannot ignore that i think all that's relative in helping tatum and brown get easier looks open looks. they have a lot so, of shooting
0: yeah. this year I mean,
1: right and he, he's reinforcing mm-hmm. on the defensive end uh, obviously I, I just think that's such a huge pickup for this team and, and um, when you think about what they were missing, and when you think about a, a, a team that had that needed that secondary production, you know, offensively, he answers that question. You know, so I think the Celtics are in great shape because of that. But yeah, Jimmy, I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't think teams are necessarily afraid of the Celtics, but they have to they have to get out to a to a great great start in order to strike fear right. of these teams. I think if you're the Milwaukee Bucks, you're like, man, if Middleton was in there, we win. If you're the Miami Absolutely. Heat. Let's run back those last two minutes, you know, for overtime. Yeah, things could have been different. So, yeah, I, I think if you're those teams, you're wondering if, okay, let's see if the Celtics team can do it all season long. You know, they, they got a couple of uh, not – I want to say a couple of lucky things that happened to them, but obviously they, they they strengthen up defensively. But how how long can they do that in the course of an 82-game season or how, how uh, tough is that defense going to be? When they run it back, and, and teams are healthier, especially the Bucks. Well,
0: you mentioned you mentioned fear, Jimmy. They don't have to make the teams fear them. I don't think many teams are going to make other teams fear them. Even the Bucks. Like I, I get worried when I see the Bucks, but I don't think the Celtics go in the Bucks games and are like, "Uh oh, we're playing Giannis." I'm not saying so they I don't, do, but it goes yeah, both so, ways. So I right. don't think that's like they were killing teams last year, and I still think that's possible if they're healthy and connected. Especially with the starting lineup. That defense is going to be great again here. And, you know, we got to keep an eye on a couple of different things here, like Rob's health, uh, how Horford looks another year older, uh, smart certainly. That center position is
2: something to keep an eye on, for sure. Smart
0: was on a like on his game last year from January on right all the frustrating parts of his game disappeared he was focusing on playmaking that sort of reversed itself a little bit in the playoffs there so he's still going to be so key at the point of attack and the only chemistry thing after Brown that could be an issue here right is if Brown if Smart's really struggling Brogdon's killing it on the bench you know we've talked about the fans disrespecting Brown which I think is overblown but Celtics fans, I know them. If Smart's struggling and Brogdon's killing it, they're going to be yelling for that change, even though Smart's given them so much over all these years. People are really excited about Brogdon, and that's the only chemistry thing, and I don't think there's many holes in this team roster-wise, basketball-wise, but chemistry-wise, that's the only thing that you still have to worry about. And honestly, they handled that pretty well, right? They squashed that whole Brogdon-Smart thing almost right away after they acquired him.
2: Yeah, Yeah, and again... I'm not, I'm not concerned about that either, at least not right now. I think there's 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 going to be a lot of points where you're going to see Smart and Brogdon in the game at the same time. You're going to see Brogdon, Smart, Brown, Tatum, throw Rob in there, throw Warford in there, whatever. Um, it's not going to be always just one or the other. It's not a competition between the two. Um, and I think Smart has definitely earned the right. He's the starter. And it's going to take more than just a couple of bad games shooting for him to be replaced. I don't care what the fans say. Uh, I think a lot of people have come around on Marcus Smart because they understand what he does add to the team. And in my opinion, he is the the leader of the team. Um, He's the captain, even though it's not official and all that stuff. Um, I would go out and name him captain tomorrow if it was up to me. Um, I don't don't think that would go to his head. I don't think that They went through
0: that last year, Jimmy.
1: Well,
2: Listen. Yeah, but
1: if nobody just gonna need bring department. up captains this year. No questions about. <laughs> I know. That. I might. That I might
0: actually be my first question, Josue. Eme,
2: you thinking about captains?
1: <laughs> and the whole room's gonna start. So to Bobby, that's, Bobby, that's A
2: legitimate <laughs> question, by the way. Someone's gonna ask it. I? So? I would certainly. I mean, no, it's not yeah, a bad
1: question, course. but it'll be. It's, it's funny because it, 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 people are gonna right. crack up. Put it that way, because it was such a big yeah. deal last year, especially around this right. time, or at least.
2: 100%. Uh, it's funny we what we did. were talking about last year. That's a legitimate question, and, and I would be interested in the answer, and I have no idea what the answer would be. Um, I would rather have Marcus Smart be captain than do co-captains of Tatum and Brown because if you have two captains, you have no captains, right? Yeah. So um, anyways, that's, that's just a whole set besides the point thing. But point being, you know, I'm not concerned about Marcus Smart, you know, again, taking this ball and going home just because Malcolm Brogdon is, you know, getting some playing time. Marcus Smart wants to win more than anybody. So if, if Malcolm Brogdon can help them get to where he wants to be, Who's going to complain about that, right? So Malcolm Brogdon adds a lot to the team. He's going to be their best free throw shooter too. So he's going to find his way in these games late, late. So yeah, maybe this is a situation where Brogdon does play in certain situations over Smart because you might need that offense over the defense, right? Um, Well, they have to be, yeah. They have to to be flexible,
0: right? Right. They got to be
2: flexible because, you know, game one to
0: the final Smart was on the bench when Pertrude was killing it. And that was a sustainable way to win that game. And, you almost wondered what impact that had on the series, the rest of the way that benching late in that game, cause you know, you should be able to roll with a lineup late in the game. That's hot, you know, a guy should be able to sit, if it's not working for him that night, that's the kind of Celtics team this is going to be this year. You would think uh, for the most part along the edges, especially at center. It's like, you know, Horford and Rob did a great job with that last year. You would have thought Rob would have been closing most games, but there were a lot of nights, especially in the playoffs where Horford was that closer. So Horford was just playing so great. So guys have to be flexible with that. And we forget white, like white could have a bounce back here this year, full training camp. Full off season with the team, like it just seemed like such a rushed, hurried entrance for him last year that that had some kind of impact on how he fit yeah, in. Yeah, that's a good point, We know because we,
1: he,
0: we know yeah, he's he better than that guy. Who's us, just in the yeah. corner,
1: if he's the guy who's just in the corner, then that's not going to be. You know, he's he was supposed to be more valuable than that. I think he will be too. He's going to have to find his. uh, Find his spot, find his role. It's going
0: to be awesome. I can't, I can't fathom that the Nets are better than the Celtics next year. I really can't. But we'll get into that next week. I can't wait to hash that out with John. Um, nice to check in with everybody <laughs> here. You know, I'm sure there'll be news. There's been news every week at this point. And if there is, we're always willing to jump on here. And uh, I did a couple of newsers the last couple of days here on this. And uh, the Tatum interview with Taylor Rooks as well. That you can go find at Celtics All Access, of course. If you support the Garner Report go ahead and support our sponsors athletic greens athleticgreens.com/garden yes. go try it out times,
2: Bobby. let's let's get them one more one more let's give them a little bit more love here athletic yeah greens. you're
0: going to get vitamins nutrients uh, probiotics a little bit of everything you need for your health with athletic it, greens it,
1: it removes the that midday fatigue you know that's that, that's what it does
2: i like that i like the way yeah. you do that right? athleticgreens.com/garden you're going to get a year supply of vitamin d or is it vitamin, shoot. Vitamin D. Yep. Yeah, vitamin, vitamin D, D, of Come course, on, vitamin man. D. Everyone, you, you, listen, vitamin D is important. It's one of the most important vitamins out there. So in a year's supply of vitamin D, you're going to get five travel packs. You can toss to you, Bobby. You're going to get five travel packs. <laughs> Sorry, right, man. You, you, you will be able to take Athletic Greens AG1 on the road with you. Toss And, um, you know, you should be good to go from there. So we appreciate them. Um, shout out to everybody who joined us today. Joe Sway. what do you yes, got going sorry. on? What do you got going on, you know, on, on, the on the podcast realm right now?
1: Oh man. actually, we're, uh, we're talking to, um, Max and I are talking to, to, to Muggsy Bogs. We're trying to get him on soon, oh, whether shit. this week or next week. Uh, we got that coming up and, um, yeah, he's going to, he's talking about his book, his story, incredible stuff. And, you know, Max from North Carolina. So they're going to be talking about Charlotte, I'm sure. But yeah, that'll be fun. And we also have a mailbag episode. We're gonna finally get to all this Durant stuff is finally done, so we can, uh, we, can okay. we can answer your questions. And guys, if how you have any they, more, how,
2: yeah, how do they ask you questions?
1: Uh, you can hit up hit up uh, Max on Twitter, shout him out. A lot of people have been uh, hitting him up with messages. He's got his DMs are open. You can send me messages as well. You can tweet us. Um, yeah, hit us up, and we'll uh, we'll answer those questions uh, either this week or next week. One of those, probably this week. Okay. and then we'll probably do uh, we'll we'll do the monkey Bogues interview soon.
2: Sounds good. I love Muggsy Bogues. Muggsy Bogues was like that guy that I kind of had to look up to, you know, as a kid because yeah, he was yeah. playing basketball at like five yeah, foot four. Yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: like yo, I'm taller than that guy. Look at him; he's going. And I'm only twelve. Yeah, that's great. Bobby,
2: are you good? Should I bring you back on, or are you are you not good, dude? Is he there? Anymore. You see him? Can you can you hear us? All right, we can't we can't hear you, oh, Bobby. So give 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 the fans a little peace sign for those watching. We lost bobby's audio but we're gonna call it a day anyways here so um for bobby manning who can no longer speak joe sway i'm jimmy Toscano. john zanis will probably be back from his vacation next week we'll Until see next time um thanks for joining us guys yeah and i want to i want to talk to
1: Don about this whole thing
2: Honestly. yeah we yeah that coward john of course he would disappear after after the duran news <laughs> services uh but no appreciate everybody coming out and no we'll he'll you
1: know he'll he'll weigh in it'll be fun
2: oh you He's never one to uh, hide from sharing his opinions. That's for sure. So we will get those next week. Everybody have a good week. Peace.